Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another edition of The Advocate here in Cleveland, Ohio. And with me in the studio today is... is Kathy Lux. Kathy, thanks for being here again. I'm happy to be here. How are you, Nick? I'm happy to be anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. That's that's the spirit. Oh, my goodness. Another great day. Yes. And we have... We we have Krista Allison with us today, who is a longtime friend of mine, who I've known for many years, and you've known her too. And I did. Yes. And Krista, I'd like to welcome you to The Advocate. Thank you for joining us. So many years since I've seen her. Thank you for having me. Krista Allison, you are here today on The Advocate because you are Ms. Ohio Wheelchair. Is that right? Ms. Wheelchair Ohio or Ms. Ohio Wheelchair. It doesn't matter. It's all the same meaning. Well, what, okay. what, what, what is it officially? What is it? It's Ms. Wheelchair Ohio. Ms. Wheelchair. Okay. Ms. Wheelchair it's Ohio. Period. Wheelchair. And that's because you need a wheelchair to get around. Is that right? That is very true. And how, how did you... What is... What is that organization? How do you get to be Ms. Wheelchair Ohio? What What is that process? So, yeah, so the Ms. Wheelchair organization has actually been around for 51 years this year. And unfortunately, like I've told the board members, um, since I got the title at least, they need to do more advertising because, like you guys told me a little bit ago, not a lot of people really know that this exists. No, and I didn't know. I never heard of it. And the good thing about the organization, it's all based on advocacy. And all the women that I've had the pleasure of getting to know are wonderful advocates with all different platforms of their own. I um, actually competed in Grand Rapids, Michigan in August among 24 other women from 24 different states. and. Wow. Unfortunately, I did not get the title of the America title, but that is okay because what I like to tell people is Ohio needs a lot of help. <laughs> what, what are the qualifications to be Ms. Wheelchair Ohio or Ms. Wheelchair in any state? What do they look for? So, yeah, so the qualifications, you have to be a full-time wheelchair user. Um, you have to be the age of 21 or over, and I know in Ohio – you have to be a resident of the state for six months or more. Um, other states have different stipulations. I believe that some you have to be a year or more. And the competition, I assume, goes on in every state, and then you have the a national-type competition that you just mentioned, right? Yes. Um, actually, not all the states participate, which... It's kind of sad. I feel like every state needs to have one. I think we should have all the entire United States involved in this um, competition. But unfortunately, we're not yet there yet. And I'm hoping in the future um, I have put it out that once I am done with my reign, I guess you want to say, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. would love to be a board member and I would love to help grow the organization and expand it. Because quite honestly, advocacy takes voices. And without having voices in every single state, I feel like 
we're years from making a difference when if we had somebody in each state, it would be wonderful. I see. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with Krista Allison uh, and her inspirational story. She's such a fantastic person. You have to meet Very Krista. Much. Yes. And Ms. Wheelchair Ohio is just part of the story, so don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips and Kathy Lux here on WHK, The Advocate. We'll be back after these words, so don't go away. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with Kathy Lux. And so, Krista, and you you were talking about um, needing a voice, having a voice. There needs to be more of a voice out there. And and I, I want you to kind of expand on that. What what do you think people need to know? So I honestly, when it comes to having a voice, what do expand on that? A lot of people are very intimidated and have a tough time talking to people about challenges they face. And I actually gave a talk last night in Medina And the biggest thing I said during my talk is persistence, never taking no for an answer, and using your voice. Don't be afraid because, quite honestly, a lot of times that I've talked to individuals, they, first and foremost, everybody is an individual. We're all the same. I mean, different in some aspects, like I'm disabled, (laughs) Um, but we're all human beings, and Don't be afraid to talk to somebody, especially if you're facing a challenge. And so what I've tried to do within my advocacy work is everywhere I go, whether I'm talking to organizations or I'm talking to mayors of cities or council people, um, I always, always use my voice. And I let them know what my platform is, which is community accessibility. And the reason I chose community accessibility is because it's everything and anything. It affects every single person on this planet, and therefore, it gives me the option or opportunities to go out and talk to whoever I want. And so, you go to cities, you go to mayors, you go to council people, and you talk about accessibility. Explain to us for for the, for our listeners, and, and explain to us. What that really is. What what are the difficulties in that? Um, quite honestly, I was nervous when I first got the title and but it's actually it's not difficult for me. I've my entire life I've been an outgoing person and I've never had a problem talking to anybody, regardless if I know you or not. I am I'm a talker. <laughs> Anyone and, that's in my life can say that and So I've never really had a difficult time. And I literally just started emailing, started calling, giving a little blurb about my title and what I'm trying to do and just started basically hitting the ground and going. And so, and so some, so give me a summary of what you're trying to do. A a short, what are you trying to do? How will the world for wheelchair people be better? Right, exactly. (laughs) I mean, just, you know, pin it down for us. How can the world be better for, I mean, the disabled community? And quite honestly, yes, I am a title holder, and yes, it is wheelchair in the name, but I am an advocate for all disabled individuals. And I think 
the time is going to come when people finally get it and mayors, whoever it is in regards to just realizing that some people have challenges more so than others and therefore being inclusive. I think that's, that's the operative word right there, like making sure that the world finally hits inclusion for all, that knowing that wherever I am going, whatever I am doing, I'm going to have no challenges or no problems when I get to wherever I'm going. Well, that's that's very, very good because, you know, someone needs to focus on that to make sure that this stays in front of everybody so that they're aware of it. And uh, as we mentioned at the beginning uh, of, of our interview today, uh, Chris, I've, I've known you since you've been a small child. And, uh, you know, for most of your childhood, uh, you were not in a wheelchair. You were not on crutches. And what happened is that as this condition uh, took its toll over the years, as you were growing up, you slowly uh, needed these these things to where you are today. But your yes. your attitude is so fantastic. I mean, some people would just be crushed and depressed and hopeless by finding out they're disabled, whether it's from a genetic condition like you have or whether it's from like an auto accident or something. Um, I guess the question I have when people meet you and they find you're in a wheelchair on one hand, but you you sure don't act like it. You act like mm-hmm. you're having a great life and you are having a great life. What, I truly am. What do you tell the people who are finding themselves in a wheelchair and they're all depressed and they're saying, oh, my, my life's over? Well, are they? I mean, maybe they're not. No, they're not. If they can only... Do what Krista so, is doing. So, and 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 I'm my question is to Krista is you find that people address you differently because or I they're think I don't. is that what you think? I mean, what when you talk about being an advocate and and people being comfortable with people having disabilities, is it? Do you feel as though people treat you differently when they first meet um, you? I do. When people, not necessarily throughout my title, um, because honestly, when I'm putting an email out there, I'm making a call and I'm telling you I'm Ms. Wheelchair Ohio, they're already geared and they're already prepared. They know I'm coming in. We're in a wheelchair. No, so but I'm, ta- I'm talking about in your person, just no, yes, in everyday my, life. In, in my everyday life, yes, I do feel like people treat me different because I'm in a wheelchair. And actually, it's more... I feel like people treat me with sympathy, like, right. oh, God, that's so, that's so sad that you're in a wheelchair. Like, oh, my goodness, I, I'm so proud of you and how you get up every day and mm-hmm. you go to work. And, God, you're so accomplished. It's right. As if if I was walking, like, what's the difference? Yes, I'm a very accomplished so, individual and I'm very proud right. of how I mean, far I've come in my life and everything I've done. And. I just feel like people need to stop judging books by their cover. You, uh, exactly. Because every single one of us, I think, gets up every day with some sort of an issue. You know, do you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that you could, you could say, Oh, you know, I'm so sorry for you. Well, let me throw out there that, uh, you know, Krista has a bachelor's degree in criminal justice wow. and a master's in management and public relations. She's very accomplished. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, going back to what I was thinking about earlier, Krista, is that, uh, if there's somebody listening today who either themselves or they know somebody close to them 
who has had either an accident or some disease that has put them in a wheelchair and they're not taking it very well. What do you have to say to those people? That it's not the end of the road. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've had my moments. I've been around for 41 years. I haven't always been the positive, happy. I mean, I am when I'm out in public, but I've had my dark moments inside my house and by myself. And honestly, it finally took me realizing one day I just said to myself, are you going to be down on yourself every day or are you going to try to live life to the fullest for the rest of however many years you have? And I decided to live life to the fullest. And what I have to say to people, if you're down, if you're depressed, this is not the end. You still, you are here for a reason. And you might not know that reason right now, but I can guarantee you, you will find out. Because quite honestly, I didn't know what, I've been in law enforcement for 12 years. And honestly, I love my career. I love what I'm doing. However, with this title, it's kind of led me down a different road that maybe it took me a little bit longer to realize and I'm so happy, and I feel like this is really what I was meant to do with my life. Well, you are, you are so far, far away from feeling sorry for yourself. And it's and it's and not it, depressed. And it's so wonderful. It's just so excellent. It is. Thank you. It's so inspirational. Have you had any uh, meetings with people who have turned around because of what you're able to share with them just by your example? Honestly, I feel like every meeting... Um, and maybe that's just my, through my eyes. However, everyone I've talked to almost every conversation and the same way that thank you so much. Thank you for sharing honestly things that I mean, mayors, especially of all the cities that I've visited thus far, they all say the same thing. Like this is something, unfortunately, that I really never thought about and Basically, I've been told I open people's eyes, which that's really what I'm trying to do. When you don't really, when you wake up every morning and you don't really have to think about 200 things, especially when you're going somewhere that you've never been, I'm not really expecting you to think about challenges and think about different things that someone in my case necessarily has to think about. However, I am trying to change their perspective, especially when you're a mayor. And I know I keep saying mayor, but when you're a mayor, you are running a city comprised of so many different individuals, regardless. And you you know, Krista, I was a mayor. And and I I, I know what you're saying. I I understand what you're saying because, um, you know, people don't realize how, how... Many things, how many people are different and how many needs people have and, and how much we all need to just accept and work together. That, that is, that is so true. We're going to take a short break. We're talking to Krista Allison, who is the Ohio wheelchair, Miss Wheelchair, Ohio. We're going to be back after these words, so don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips and Kathy Lux here on WHK, The Advocate. We'll be right back. And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. 
Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with Kathy Lux here talking uh, to, to Krista. Krista Allison about uh, Ms. Wheelchair Ohio. And uh, our last segment uh, today, Krista, thank you for joining us as always. You know, we've been talking about your, your situation and how well you're doing. Um, and we talked about, um, you know, what, what do you say to other people who are finding themselves in your situation needing a wheelchair? But what about the rest of us, the non-wheelchaired community? What, what do you have to say to them and what, what should we be aware of? I, I think the biggest thing, which I like to say a lot, especially when I'm giving um, speak or when I'm doing speaking engagements is, Always have kindness and compassion, and that goes for anybody on this planet. I don't care if you are ambulatory or not. Always be kind. Always be compassionate. And don't don't think just because someone's differently abled than you are that they are less educated, less of a person, basically. Always just make sure that when you're going out there and if you're going to work, if you're going to a store, if you're going to a restaurant, just treat people the way you want to be treated. I think that's like the biggest thing I can say. Have, have you run into rude people uh, who weren't taking a, a kind approach to you? I have, and it's only honestly been in my car. And Oh, they can't tell them happens- you're normal in your car. You look like everybody else. Exactly, because apparently you have to look disabled to be disabled. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that existed. <laughs> wow. So a couple of years ago, that's, a, that's, a, that's a major statement, I think. Yeah, I, I, I was part of the handicap spot, and I had an old man. I'm sorry, no offense. Um, I had an older gentleman that stopped mm-hmm. in front of my car and pointed at me, pointed at the sign, pointed at me, said that several times, and... I can tell you he felt foolish as soon as I got in my chair and I put my ramp down on the side of my car and got out. And he apologized left and right for um, basically judging the scenario. But um, ever since then, I've told several people, I'm like, just because you're looking at me and, like, disabled doesn't have a look. (laughs) Disabled. No, you don't look that disabled at all. No one would guess. <laughs> well, but well, but I, I, people shouldn't. You shouldn't see it as looking disabled, should you? No, you should not. That should not even be on your right? radar. It's um, it's you're a person, and it doesn't matter that you're in a wheelchair or whatever you are. You're another human being. Well, this really goes back to basics, right? Exactly. The, the, we are the, all human beings. The the basics back here is that you know treat everyone the way you would like to be treated yourself. Exactly. And be kind. And <clears throat> you know what the cost is for being kind? Wow. <clears throat> Nothing. Uh, Nothing. So it's free. I, I have to, it's free. It's a freebie. You can be a nice person, and you don't have to spend a lot of money to do it. Just be yeah. nice. It's true. But uh, anyway, well. Uh, Krista, congratulations on your title and uh, for being out there. They certainly chose a a very able person. And keep and Krista, keep keep being an advocate. Keep speaking. Oh, I what I like to tell people: yes, my reign <laughs> might be over in March, but I'm going to have the title. No, the rest but just. Of my- 
but just keep yeah, not just, right just keep talking and because people need to hear it and you know it, it, it you're, you're, what you're doing is a very good thing well Krista enjoy your reign and uh, keep doing the good work that you're doing and hope everyone uh, is able to understand what it means to be disabled and what it means if you're not disabled to help disabled people to make their lives just a bit easier and more enjoyable Krista thank you for joining us thank you for having me I, I, I thank you Krista and I think we're all disabled in some way oh we all are we, everybody <laughs> has problems I but... really do I do well very everyone good everyone does have their own hidden problems yes. exactly yes. we do nothing is without problems life yep. is nothing but problems but anyway Krista have a great week thank you you too thank you so much thanks bye Bye. And thank you for listening to The Advocate uh, tonight, and have a great and wonderful, safe week between now and then. We'll be back next week, same time, same station, so be good. Take care, everybody. The Advocate is sponsored by Nick Phillips and is responsible for its content.